so much for tuning in. This is the Accidental Parents Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lucas. And I am Amanda, and we are so glad that you are tuning into this episode today. We figured we would jump into a question that I receive often on my Instagram, which is, how do you guys navigate being home for most of your your day? You know, we, we're home for work, both of us, and we're home with Lennox a lot, and we make it work, but I know that a lot of people struggle with it, especially if one parent works from home, the other doesn't, or if both parents work from home. And so we just wanted to shed light on one work from home, two routines, because we think that that plays a huge role in having work from home work. And then also how to entertain your littles, because I know Lucas mentioned this last time, but that's like the most overrated struggle that people don't, or actually no, it's like the most underrated struggle. People don't realize that it's, it's such a struggle sometimes to figure out how the hell to entertain a little human. Definitely. Definitely. And we're, you know, very happy that, that we've kind of adopted this new lifestyle coming out of COVID where we're both able to be home and work from home and create a living for ourselves all underneath our roof. Yeah. It gets, uh, um, the roof's and the walls definitely shrink every now and then. Um, but we've made it work and it's a lifestyle that we enjoy and it's a lifestyle that, you know, I think we're really lucky to live. So I'm looking forward to kind of explaining how we do it. We uh, we were just reminiscing on the fact that before we moved into this house, we were living in a 1200 square foot apartment with two bedrooms where our kitchen was our living room and our living room was our dining room. And Lucas was saying the other day, or our office was the the living room too. And Lucas was saying the other day, how did I make calls Pretty much when you and Lennox were just chilling in the living room? Yeah. So, I mean, my day to day, I luckily now that we have a home, I have an office. So I make a lot of sales calls and I'm always talking throughout the entire day. So I was just kind of reminiscing when we did live in the apartment, just how literally I had my office and my big monitor and laptop (laughs) on one side of our dining room table. And my office was our kitchen, our dining room and our living room all in one. It'd be like Lennox was screaming, crying and Lucas would have to take a break from calls and then I'd have to run into like Lennox's room real quick with him and then he would take a call. Yeah. Or sometimes, honestly, I would I would use Lennox as kind of ammunition. I'd yeah. be on the phone with someone and Lennox would be crying or you could hear obviously a little toddler in the background and I'd bring it up on the phone call. You know, obviously you can hear my little one and that leads into a personal conversation mm-hmm. between me and the person on the other side of the Sales phone. Sales so 101 some, with right? Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it definitely worked in, in my favor because it would it would give me that in to start the conversation of, oh, do you have any kids? And then kind of- It also makes you hum- human, which yeah. like I think a lot of people who are getting a sales call are like, this person's not a human. I'm just going to hang up on them. But that made you hu- human. 100%. That's all people are looking for at the end of the day, human human interaction. I want to ask you this, though, because you just reminded me of this. When we were graduating college and before COVID hit and then maybe even after COVID hit and we were looking for jobs, did yeah. you always think I want to work from home or did you always see yourself going into an office? I never thought I was going to work from home. Yeah. I always saw myself going into an office. And it's kind of funny you ask that because I could not imagine having to go into an office these days. Just the freedom that working from home brings. And obviously, you know, it's different when you have a kid and you get to work from home. I I feel like maybe if we didn't have Lennox, I would be 
probably itching to go yeah. into an office a lot more. I agree. Um, because, you know, that part of life is important. But the fact that I do have Lennox and I have a family at home, it makes it, you know, I, I think I'm lucky that I get to work from home. Um, it, you have less FOMO. I feel like because you're here, you don't feel like you're missing out as much on things, even though you are in your office pretty much nine to five. Yeah. And also the industry that I'm in tends to be a little bit more of an independent lifestyle. You know, when you are in sales, you tend to be the CEO of your own territory per se. So you don't necessarily need that camaraderie as much. Of course, it's great going into office and hanging out with your fellow employees and your colleagues. I think it's a lot different if you're working in maybe a marketing firm or uh, journalism, obviously, where having that interaction with your colleagues is important, where it is in sales as well. But I have a lot more freedom to be independent in my role. So working from home just benefits that or um, I don't know the word. We were for. just at Home Depot and Lucas, I, I told him I wanted to go and get two plants. And he was like a freaking dog, like squirrel, 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 looking in all of the aisles. And so I just know you, if you worked in an office, you would not get shit done. Like you get <laughs> so much more done here because you're alone. Well, yeah. And I even have... I mean, don't get me wrong. I do work remotely, but my company has a headquarters in South Florida and I have a bunch of friends on the team that primarily work at the office and they do bring up all the time how it's great to be in the office, but they don't get any work done because all you want to do is hang out with your colleagues and it's a social scene as well. That's definitely something I miss being social and working with other people and having coworkers to kind of mess around with. But also looking at my life as a father and having a family, it's, it's different. You know, it's different these days. It's so funny because I always saw myself working from home until I could have my own office that I paid rent for. Like it would always be my own thing. Cause I knew I was always going to do my own thing, but it's so funny you say that because Lucas just went to a conference for his work and was raving about how good it felt to like talk to people in person again. And I felt the same way when I had my in-person event. So, um, I had, I hosted like a yin yoga and journaling session with this girl who, um, is a female founder of a hard kombucha company. And it was so nice to interact with people in person. And I feel like when you work from home, you don't realize how nice it is. You definitely don't. You definitely don't. And I come from a background where I was in the hospitality industry. I served tables, so I was used to having a million conversations eye to eye, person to person every single week, every single day. So that transition from working remote and being by myself and not having that person to person interaction, definitely, I mean, it's a hit. It's definitely a hit that you take. And just to kind of piggyback on the point of having a family, of being a dad, it's a lot easier to juggle this remote lifestyle than you know, being alone, not having a family, being single, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. If you're a single person who, you know, lives by yourself and doesn't really have a family per se, you know, that can entertain you under the roof that you're working under because it gets lonely. It gets very lonely. And I think something I want to touch on before we sort of dive into this episode is the blurred lines around a work-life balance. And I feel like because we work from home, you know, the kitchen could be my office, my office could be my office, my the couch could be my office. And same for you. I mean, you primarily stick to your office, but like if you wanted to, we could watch a Netflix show and you could do some some admin work on the couch. Well, definitely. And I, I, I know for a fact once the weather, you know, once the sun really starts coming out and we're not dealing with chilly days, 
what's great about working remote is I have the freedom of bringing my laptop upstairs and, and working the day on the patio, which is great. But I think it sort of blur- blurs the lines between, okay, am I working or am I like yeah. hanging out? And I think that well, that's for- why it causes a lot of stress for some people because when I, when I originally, we sat down to like say, okay, what, what do we want to talk about? I, I knew I wanted to talk about this topic because so many people have DM'd me lately being like me and my partner both work from home and we have littles and it's more stressful than not. And I think if you think about work from home and you don't work from home, you're probably like, oh, work from home is so much less stress. But because there's that blurred line of work-life balance, it can almost have a lot of more stress for some people. Yeah. I think you and I, though, are very different in our obligations and what we have to do because I work for a company. Mm. At five o'clock, I can shut my computer and I don't have to work. That's my time to be my own independent person and and be a father and, and be your husband. But you, on the other hand, you know, you are running your own company. You're an entrepreneur. So it's a lot harder for you to, you know, sit there at eight o'clock in the afternoon when Lennox is down and you're like, well, I can pick my computer up or my laptop up and then start working. And then that almost leads to maybe another stress that you don't necessarily want. I can shut my computer off and I am done. You know, I'm not opening that sucker back up only if I have to prepare for something the next day but yeah and we'll we'll get into our actual schedules and how we really switch it off and make it work because i know that you know two people working at the same time you're kind of like okay well who's watching the kids so we're going to talk about how like what we do like our day-to-day but i also wanted to bring up something along the lines of stress is for me personally what i have realized because lucas is working more of those set hours and i get to sort of work whenever I I can really fit it in with Lennox. But what I've realized about you working from home, Lucas, versus me working from home and having Lennox is sometimes I do wish that you were at an office because it I because you're here. Right. I want to ask you to do things for me or like (laughs) help out because you're um, you're so accessible. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Also, working remotely and working from home does give me the freedom if I do have a free 30, 45 minutes, if I do have an hour Throughout the day, I can step away from my office and see if you need any help with Linux and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a good point. You know, me being here, it gives you that much more of an excuse and a want to just kind of sneak downstairs and peep your head in my in my office. And I don't blame you. you and know? I don't know if, if you feel this when I'm doing my events, but sometimes when I hear Linux throwing a fit and I know you're dealing with it and I'm working, it kind of makes me feel guilty or I'm just like... Oh, what's oh, going I on? I want to go up yeah, there. I totally feel the same way. Yeah. So I think that's also the con. It's like you hear everything. You want to be involved. Yes, you don't have the FOMO because you're here, but you're also not involved with your child. Yeah. I have natural guilt all the time. You know, yeah. do I want to be working in, in my office nine to five? No. You know, I do. Of course I hear. That's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> we're hoping it takes that's off. That's <laughs> why I hear, Len- you know, throughout the day, hearing Lennox have hissy fits and going through the natural process of, of kind of trying to entertain a, a one and a half year old, of course, you know, if I had that ability to close my computer and go and help you, I definitely would. But that's also kind of something that comes with working remotely is, is you have a job and you have an obligation. You got to fucking do it. Yeah. And I think if you have that natural drive, it's such a good option because you, it's can, a great you option. can, you can find, this is my favorite word, guys. I'm going to get it tatted on my forehead or my <laughs> phrase, flexibility within the structure. 
you can really find that with work from home. But nice. should we get into Lennox's schedule first and then go into ours or our schedule first and then go into Lennox's? Well, I think Lennox's schedule yeah. creates our Let's schedule. Let's do that. So, so we might as well start with his. We're going to share with you guys Lennox's schedule. And remember, I, I'm seven months pregnant, so this is going to change soon based on what how the new baby I is. I wonder how it's going to change. <laughs> but you guys will stay updated. We're, we were actually just talking about my maternity leave and recording some episodes during my postpartum. So you guys will stay updated. We'll, we'll fill you in on how things change, of course. But Is there anything else new that we've been up to that we should dive into before we kind of get into the bulk? No. All right. Well, <laughs> no. Let's, let's rock and roll. Honestly, can I just say something? I'm still on like my like resistance to sharing on socials and I kind of feel similarly here. I'm like, I want to deliver value and, and, and share, but I don't know. I'm feeling very protective over like my personal life right now. Is that weird? That's not I, it, like you at all. No, and it must be. It must be like a nesting thing. I mean, nothing like, I just crazy wanna, is really happening. I just want to be in the kitchen and I want to cook and I want to like meal prep for Lennox and wear a sundress and give you head. <laughs> uh, well, what what are we waiting for? I just want to be a wife and a mom. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. I never complain with that. Uh, no, do you have anything to? Update? I don't really know what to say now that you just said something like that. <laughs> Did I embarrass I can't really, you? Can't really think straight. Did you um, want to update? No, let's them? rock and roll. Let's okay. Do it. We got a new car, which is cool. Oh, we did That's get a new twice car. twice the size of the car that we were used to. Okay. That is that is a good update. Yeah. we we So I we got had a Colorado a, car, people. I had an Audi Q3 that I got my sophomore year of college out in Colorado, actually. So that it's was a great car. It's a great car. That's what I was driving. Um, I will say after about a year, I was over it. Like it was a great car, but I've had better cars in the past. Oh, yeah. You've had better cars. Well, no. Amanda, you have to understand you're probably the only 24-year-old that has had I do understand that. I'm talking about someone who maybe is thinking of, I want to get a car and I'm looking at the Audi. Can I provide my opinion? Yeah, provide, okay, thank provide you. why you... So the reason I didn't love it is because it just felt so small. Well, it feels like, small because... So small. It feels small because, you know, our family's growing. We've got Lennox. We've got a but car seat. But even before, even before, seat. because I had college roommates who want, who I would drive and we would go skiing. And like, so really the idea of the Audi is it's a beautiful car. And I am so grateful I was able to have that. But for me, honestly, like after a year, it was way too small. So I'm just saying if anyone's considering <laughs> get the Q5 at least. because Yeah, but it was time for our family. Yeah. It, the, it was getting small and there was no way we could put two car seats in. No. And then with two com- car seats comes a large stroller, comes backpacks comes you know even luggage going to the airport was a fucking disaster so we traded it in for a a big old forerunner toyota forerunner and we're stoked yeah i honestly it was funny because we we went to the dealership yesterday and lucas wanted to get our car my audi detailed and like cleaned up before we took it to the dealership because i'm thinking because it wasn't i mean it was in bad yeah, shape. Yeah, it was not cute. Well, it's, it, you're talking a whole winter of skiing, and it was. And I just also, figured it'd be she, a lot like, like cheese puffs from Lennox <laughs> all over the floor. I figured it'd be a lot easier to just kind of get it detailed and wash beforehand, but no, it didn't didn't matter they didn't at all. Give a fuck. Well, luckily, I mean, look, it was a great Audi. It was yeah. a 2018. It had less than 60. 2017 actually. Was it really? Yeah, I had, the it title. had less than uh, had less than sixty thousand miles on it, so. In, in this used car marketplace, we got a good price and we're able to put a solid chunk down for this forerunner. So 
we're making it work. Yeah. And you know, when life goes on and you're growing the family, sometimes you got to make shit happen and make bigger investments. Yeah. No, we're, we're so, we're so much happier just driving around in it. Yeah. But it's important to budget. You know, we have a monthly car payment that yeah. we knew that we can afford and we knew that we can make it happen. So definitely do that research and that step beforehand. And we're lucky enough to come out with a car that will suit our family so much better. We definitely did not think we were going to drive off the lot with a new car. No, I we was were going just we... to look because for me, I'm and the reason like sometimes I might sound like naive when I talk about cars is because I am. I don't care about cars. Like for me, I'm not a brand whore. Like Lucas, you you're like I if I'm going to get this, I'm going <laughs> to it's going to be this brand. I don't give a shit. So when it comes to well, brands I'm, or cars in the same way, yeah. I don't really know much about cars. I don't really care which one I get. I just want to make sure I feel good in it. So I just wanted to go and like, I knew I wanted an SUV and I, and I knew I wanted it to be like white, not black or different colors, not black. So I just wanted to go and see what was there, but we did not expect to drive off the lot with a car and we got so lucky and I'm so happy it worked out because that was the one thing I wanted to get squared away before this new baby comes. Yeah. We're locked and loaded now. I mean, we got all the trunk space. We got so much room for activities. It's unbelievable. Lucas, anyways, has, Lucas has sat in the car like five times just listening to music. <laughs> hey, you're, not, you're not supposed to say that, okay? <laughs> anyway, let's I've always it. wanted a forerunner. I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah. No, you you actually said that too. When when we were thinking of new cars, you're like forerunner. And I was like, Well, I either know. that or, you know, if we had the money to just drop cash on whatever car we wanted, I would love a Tesla. Big fan of Elon Musk. Big fan of the electric car movement. Um we went with a sort of a gas guzzler, but. <laughs> but we're we're you know we we live in Colorado and it was a perfect car for adventuring what we do. Yeah, we but need a room. We need off road capability. When I when I make you a stay at home dad, I will buy you a Tesla. Boom. <laughs> okay, let's get into Lennox's schedule. So the reason we want to share this is because we feel it's important because it really shapes our whole day. I mean, and yeah, let's not be naive here having children and and being a parent their schedule necessary i mean their schedule comes first your life changes yeah your life changes around your child's schedule and it's having the mindset to create a healthy schedule for yourself and your relationship around your child's schedule and kind of have, having every having your p's and q's you know your, all that kind of stuff in place and yeah and i just want to say quickly we're going to talk about our specific dynamic, meaning like me being an entrepreneur, being able to work whatever, Lucas being a nine to five guy, having the nine to five set hours. So nine to five guy, huh? if that's you're, what I am too. <laughs> yeah, that you are. If you're listening and you're like, well, we both work nine to fives, just pick and choose where what we say could maybe apply to you. But we're just going to share our dynamic and how we make it work. And we'll sprinkle in some tips if it, like yours looks different. But honestly, the first thing that that has helped us make a a routine in terms of work from home is having Lennox on a routine. Totally. And so even if you are both working full-time nine to five jobs and, and, or you're like us where one person's more of like doing their own thing and can work whenever and one is more structured, still having that routine for your kid is so huge. And yeah. so basically, you know, Lennox uh, started off with having two naps, which was <laughs> really freaking nice for me but now he has one nap so let's get into his his schedule usually he wakes up between like 6 30 and 7 30 is what i would say yeah in the morning for sure and just based on the routine aspect before we kind of dive into it 
a routine for the baby and for the parents is so important because it keeps just everyone in line and it keeps your baby sane in a sense mm-hmm. because if they get used to this routine, they understand what's coming in the future. They know that they're secure and they're being taken care of. And that's that's the most important thing. Yeah. And I think something that we both did was we wanted a routine, but we also wanted Lennox to be flexible if we got off the routine because we're so young and we wanted to live our lives. No, so there's sure. a sweet spot. There's a, there's, there's a, you know, there's a, um, you, you know, the norm should be have a routine. Well, I think it's a very naturally flexible routine that we've yeah. created as yeah. well. I just think a lot of people, just because I, you know, have been through it trying to formulate Control Lennox's. freaks. And yeah, like, they're like, my baby has to be down at this time. Which and I get it. I can to, get a little you know, control freak at times being yeah. a parent. Being a parent, you definitely, you gotta <laughs> you definitely grow a control freak bone in you. You got to give up control. No, no. Being a parent did the opposite for me. Really? For me? Well, the control freak bone grows, but it's up to you to kind of mediate it enough to where, because it's that control freak of, of, uh, of keeping this child alive is essentially yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to schedules, it for me, it really taught me that like I cannot be, you know, oh my gosh, Lennox was supposed to go down thirty minutes ago. Like, you no, can't if, do that. yeah, if you do that, then you'll just drive your cholesterol up and start growing facial hair. <laughs> As a woman, your your cortisol. <laughs> your Did I mean? Should I have said? Should I have said cortisol? Were you cortisol? talking about the stress hormone? I just wanted to throw in a hormone. <laughs> just throw a hormone out there. Hopefully, it's stuck. Okay, cholesterol is a precursor to your hormones. It's what fuels your hormones. But cortisol is the stress hormone. Okay. Is that what you were trying to say? I believe it was cortisol. Is what <laughs> okay. I was trying to say. Anyway, benefits of having a health nut for a wife. Um, okay, I'm going to run through Lennox's schedule really quick. So he wakes up between 6.30 and 7.30. We usually eat breakfast between 8.30 and 9. And then I Lucas will go down to work. So Lucas works. And then I um, – and we'll do a deep dive into our schedules for working um, too after I run through this. Then I usually take Lennox either on a walk or to the park or we stay in the backyard or we hang out and we play in the living room. And then he usually goes down between – now it's usually like between 11 or 12 depending on how tired he is again i have flexibility like i know he needs to be awake for a good four to five hours but if he's showing sleepy cues i put him down before that. that's the easiest way i think to understand when your child should go down like everyone's so obsessed with oh when should you know if you just read the the awake windows just base it off the awake windows you know we like We'll get into this with the sleep training. Let me run through the schedule. Okay. We're going to interview someone for a sleep training. But so then he he will sleep anywhere between 11 to 1 or 12 to 2. He most always takes a two-hour nap. And I also have to admit, like, if he wakes up at 1.30 and I'm still doing something on the computer and he went down at 12, I will let him cry or stay in his crib until 2. Like, I'll leave him in his crib for, for 30 minutes and he's totally fine. Hey, that's also comes with, you know, being a parent and being a young parent who has to work sometimes. Yeah. The, you <laughs> yeah. got to leave the little sucker in there in the crib for an extra 30 minutes. I mean, yeah, yeah and I can do. hear him. He's just chilling and playing. But um, then after that, I will feed Lennox some lunch. We'll play some more. Usually we'll go outside. I'll um, clean up in the kitchen and we're going to get into how I entertain him as well and how Lucas entertains him. But, um, you know, we have playtime and then he eats between five and like six thirty or no, five thirty and six thirty now because the time change like it's it 
it's gotten did it you bring gets, up lunch at all did you yeah skip i said lunch? lunch i said lunch when i wake him up but um because the the sun stays out so much later now it's I don't know. It's kind of like different, but between five thirty and six thirty is when we really have have him dinner, and we don't eat dinner with Lennox. <laughs> that's Not probably, yet, at least. That's probably because, something we're gonna start doing well, soon. Well, it's because but, Lennox eats relatively early. No, but I know. But I, a lot of I know a lot of families do eat dinner with their little kids, like their small children. Well, there'll be a point where I mean, yeah. I'm I'm a huge advocate on everyone eats at the dinner table, family you know, family comes together every night, which is what we will do. But I mean, Lennox is a year and a half old. He eats at 530. No, we but don't. the reason I laughed was because I remember we had a moment when Lennox started solids that we were like, okay, we're feeding him before we eat. Cause we, it was almost like, it was almost a little stressful to feed him because we had to clean up and we had to do everything. Yeah, it was and also then, a point and then we wanted to sit down at absolutely. the dinner, ta- dinner table and like take a breath. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our, one of our favorite things to do and, and part of the reason why we're, we make this, shit work is having our evenings yeah is, you know and this is something we'll go over when we have the sleep training podcast but yeah we are so fortunate to be able to put lennox down at six o'clock or six thirty. yeah and have that entire evening to ourselves so right. i think that's why naturally at this point of his life we like doing dinner just you and i you know yeah. we can get him fed put him down we have the dinner time. And Lennox is not a baby that wants to stay up till eight or like, no, not don't get bed. me wrong. He, when Lennox is a little kid and he starts going to bed at, you know, yeah. eight thirty nine, of course, that's when we'll start having dinner together and everything. But yeah, no, he, he definitely was. And this is also why it was, it worked so well. He was a baby that was like six thirty rolls around. I want to go my fucking crib. Like yeah. He was very, he was very, very good. He made our jobs a lot easier too in that part. Cause I know a lot of kids do fight. We also parents. worked for that. You know, that's yeah. not something that just happened overnight. We yeah. Impl- but I will say implement with the sleep training woman, they, they do say like whatever works for you in terms of a bedtime. Some kids like to go down around seven 30. Some work at six 30. Lennox is a six 30 guy. Yeah. He's definitely a six 30 <laughs> like, guy. He always was six 30. Hey, and that is not a bad problem to no. have. So, so yeah, he'll eat dinner between five and six thirty, depending on when his nap or his his nighttime is, um, and then he'll go down between six and seven. Really, like that's a wide range, but it usually falls around six thirty is when he's going down. And then we have our whole our whole evening, um, and then we do it again the next day. So let's get into our schedules. Do you want to run through your workday schedule first, and then I'll sort of tie in how I do mine? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's really not a whole lot to my work yeah, work day schedule your, your day so you go to the gym yeah so i have found obviously from having to work all day and then normally when i'm done with work kind of relieving amanda from lennox and amanda has all of her events and a lot of her kind of um work stuff towards the evening so working i love you know working out i like to be healthy i want to stay fit and active so i found that the best time for me to work out is in the morning so normally i Set my alarm for six o'clock, roll out of bed. I'm at the gym by no later than six thirty and I'm home no later than eight o'clock and from there I normally hit the shower, protein shake, have breakfast if I'm feeling it. I'm not the biggest breakfast. You don't eat person. breakfast. He doesn't eat breakfast. I really I mean sometimes if I want to, I'll throw a couple pieces of toast in the toaster and um eat that way. But I'm really not the biggest breakfast person. If it was up to me, I I like fasting. I don't like eating until like the middle of the day, one, two o'clock in the afternoon, sometimes even three gets a little bad. <laughs> sometimes if I'm just super angry. Okay, is this your eating schedule or <laughs> is this your work schedule? <laughs> if I'm super angry and my head feels like it's going to explode, I just have to think for a second and remind myself I just haven't eaten yet. So 
That's something I got to work Welcome on. Welcome to my world. Hey, no one's perfect. We're all trying hey, to Hey, comment below if your husband also does that. <laughs> like doesn't, um, like forgets to feed themselves. <laughs> okay. That's a whole nother podcast. But anyways. Yeah. I'm on the computer by no later than nine o'clock in the morning. And I rip out my phone calls and send my emails and go do my normal work day stuff, meetings, etc. And then I'm normally off the computer by five o'clock. And then from there, it's when I make my way upstairs and relieve Lennox from you, essentially, and then hang out with Lennox. And then it's up to me to, to make some dinner for us, make sure Lennox is fed, bathed up, ready to rock and roll for bedtime. And that's normally when you're kind of done with your activities. And sometimes you'll make it upstairs by the time I put Lennox down. Other times, I'll just put Lennox down myself around 630 and wait for you to be done with your day and... That's when we normally eat dinner together. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll run through through mine as well. So, Lucas, also, I want to mention, sometimes will come up around, like, 1231 and have, like, an hour or even just, like, 30 minutes to eat lunch. And that's nice because he gets to see Lennox and Lennox gets to, like, you know, run around with him. And Lennox isn't clinging to me anymore. And he'll go, like, see Lucas, which is nice even if it's 30 minutes it's nice um and then if i come up at like three o'clock in the afternoon you're just like are you done are you, yeah. are you done with work because if he comes up at th- sometimes he gets off earlier like four but if he comes up i'm like are you done <laughs> can you take him so are you done okay bye yeah hey i gotta take it where i can get it so um yeah i am my work day usually is okay i wake up and i'm with lennox until his first nap so or his only nap. So he goes down again around 11 or 12. And this is where I'll schedule my client calls. So whenever Lennox goes down is when I have my client calls for health coaching. And then he's usually up after two hours, like I said. So within those two hours, I have a client call and then I bang out whatever other work needs to get done. And then after that, I'm with Lennox from like 2 to 4.30 is what I would say. And then I, you know, luckily have Lucas to relieve me. And then I usually have my events from 5 or 5.30 to 6, 6.30. And then after that, I will either come straight up and be with Lucas and Lennox if we're having dinner. Or sometimes I will stay an extra hour or 30 minutes longer on the computer just getting some more stuff done. And then we'll eat dinner. And lately, I've been good to go, be like just chilling and having a night. But... Other times I'll eat dinner and I'll come down and I'll still work for like another two hours and be yeah, done. Sometimes by like you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you're an entrepreneur at the end of the day. So the work that you're not doing is the work that's not happening yeah. in your, in your business. Right. And, I, and I understand that. And that's something that, that's something that just works for us. And I feel like we're lucky. Our dynamic works for us. It works for our family. Everyone has different dynamics, whatever dynamic works for you, make it happen. But it's not easy. It takes a village. Yeah. I'm lucky that I work remote and you get to do your entrepreneurial stuff and, and your business stuff remotely as well. You know, if you had a nine to five remote yeah. job and so did I, we'd have to get full-time daycare, full-time assistance. Yeah. I mean, get grandparents involved. I mean, we need... You need help. But I also wanted to mention, I, I, that's a good point because I do feel lucky that you are so 
supportive of me and what I do. Like Lucas honestly is believes in what I do sometimes more than I believe <laughs> in what I do. So it honestly makes it so nice because he never gives me shit for like being like, babe, I got to go on the computer for another two hours. Never, ever, ever. I don't think I've ever hey, heard you my, give me shit. You're my ticket to financial freedom, baby <laughs> No, but I like, I, <laughs> I understand that some people probably have spouses or partners who like might not like that they do that. You know, they get home from their nine to five. They want to hang out with their wife or their husband. So I mean, I don't get, get me wrong. If there's a, if there's, I mean, I just don't let, I don't let, look, I'm not cool with you on your computer 24 seven. If there's yeah. times in the evening where I'm like, okay, time to get the fuck off the computer and hang out with me. I do it. I mean, I'm not just like, yeah, work on whatever, whatever. You know, my feelings are also important. Yes. But yeah. But I think it's because time, we, we, we make dinner together priority is why you're you don't care if I do come down here after dinner. Yeah, most it's of also the time. I mean it's also sexy that you're on this path of of creating something so great and creating something so much bigger than yourself. So you just I'm, want a damn sugar mama. <laughs> I'm all for it, babe. Go do your thing. So that is sort of how, you know, we work in our schedules, but I wanted to quickly mention you know, that is pretty much our day to day, but we also do have help because if I'm just running through that schedule of me in terms of me working, that only gives me really four hours a day to work, which is yeah, not enough. It's not enough. And that's why you do. I mean, quite frankly, you are on the computer at night pretty yeah, often. Yeah. But, but that's because you haven't necessarily gotten the help throughout the day. So that's what I was going to get into. The help that we do have... And it changes like our we don't really have consistent um, like every single week at this time in this day. We, we just really have kind of sort of we did. Do. So we every Thursday we have a babysitter come from 12 to 5. So that means that if I am putting Lennox down at 11 and, and you know, she comes it's so funny because I've I've now like told her the first time I like welcomed her in. I made Lennox's lunch. I like whatever. And I always prep Lennox's lunch beforehand just because that is one area that I'm a control freak in. <laughs> I want to feed my child. Um, but it's so funny because now when Lauren comes over, she just she knows to walk in the door and just get Lennox up from his nap. Well, yeah, I don't I even mean, greet her. I'm like, I'll come up after like when I have a free moment. Well, that's the beauty of us paying for childcare. Yeah. I mean, our babysitter is fantastic. She's a great person. She's awesome. But at the end of the day, we are paying her to take care of our child. Right. You know, so obviously the first couple times show her the ropes, but she's a smart woman and is a badass and she knows what to do. And that's the nice thing about having a babysitter that isn't a relative because sometimes you feel like you need to talk to your, your family member or like entertain your family member or they want to talk to you. And it's like, no, this is work time. Well, especially if you're paying someone and especially if you don't have money to just throw around, you know, we, we have this one babysitter every Thursday because it's what we can fucking afford yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, a hundred bucks a week. That's all we can afford. Right. And since we're paying for it, you know, she does her job and she does her job really well. And I feel really lucky to, to have an awesome babysitter like Lauren. And, you know, when we start, you know, expanding our lifestyle and, and becoming a little bit more successful, that once a week will turn into twice, three yeah. times a week. But Doing what you can and what you can afford to help yourself is important. Obviously, that's the tough conversation of having a child. Your life is going to change. Obligations yeah. are going to change. And using help and and making it a priority is, is just something that comes with it. And also understand, because I think this is an area that Lucas and I, before we had that one day, were like, one day, like, is that enough? Understand 
it is enough. Like anything that you're not already getting two hours, three hours is enough to start. So don't feel bad if you're like, I can only afford like one, like one day of three hours where you can take wherever. Yes, it, it, it does help so much. So that's what we have on Thursdays, 12 to five. And so, you know, I'm on the computer at 11. I then I have my events. So I really bang out like seven to eight hours of work on that day, which is amazing. And then. Um, the other, like the other help that we do have is my mom lives 20 minutes away from me. So she helps out, I would say one to two times a week, but it's not never the same day. So it's sort of just whatever she's home and she can help out cause they travel a lot. I will say most of the time when they take him, they take him overnight, which, which is, is great. really nice. Yeah. I mean, I look back at my childhood, I mean, from the age of three years old until I was 13. I was at my grandparents' house every weekend. So if you are lucky enough to, you know, to live next to your parents or have grandparents around, using them is super important. Um, And that's something we do. And we're lucky that we have your parents 20 minutes down the street. You know, my parents are still in Florida, my side of the family. So whenever Amanda's parents are in town, we use them and they love it. And that's a, you know, it's a good relationship for Lennox to have with his grandparents. And we're so thankful to to have that help because yeah. help is everything. Yeah. Right? We still have moments where we want to be young. We want to go on a date. We want to, you know, have time where we don't have to worry about our child because our child, yes, is the most important thing to us, but does not rule our world. Mm-hmm. And we don't want our child to rule our world. Mm-hmm. So having the ability and doing the research, if you don't have your parents around to find someone to help you is is important Mm -hmm. and starting small you know i i think the hardest thing for a lot of people that i've heard is how do you find a good nanny how do you find i honestly didn't even look at the care.coms i didn't even want to like look on the internet i luckily had a friend who knew somebody that referred me to this person absolutely if you have someone you you like if you have someone you love in your life that has kids or someone you trust in your life that has kids ask them ask them how they how they what they went you know, their route with childcare was. Yeah. You don't have to go with the person who's five stars on fucking Yelp. You don't, yeah. you know, just do your own research. And I think that made me feel more comfortable knowing that like this was somebody that was referred to me from a friend. Like that, that makes it a lot easier to give your child over to someone. You know, I think sometimes people are like, oh, I got to interview well, yeah, this daycare scare the shit out of me Yeah, because I had a lot of friends from just horror stories of of abuse at daycares and that, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation in in itself is finding the daycare, really understanding that. But for us right now and what we can afford because daycares around our area are fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, we kind of just chose this single babysitter route and it's, it's what we can, it's what we can make work. Yeah. And that's as simple as, as it gets. Would we, would we like Lennox to be in more of a social daycare with other kids? Of course. And he will get there one day, but, where we can make things work. That's what we can take. I almost, so, you know, that's another thing that I want to bring up. So obviously we covered the grandparents. If you have grandparents, use them. If you have somebody in your family that can help you use them because that's also a free childcare. Yeah, it totally is. And one, one point I wanted to bring up as well is if you have to change your current job and if you have to change your lifestyle, Mm -hmm. guess what? do it. Mm-hmm. Having a kid is making sacrifices. If you are working a job where you can't make the time to spend time with your child, or if you consider maybe working remote or finding a remote job that would 
have you at home a lot more. Do it. There's so many remote jobs out there these days that are opening up. It's a great way to work. If you're afraid of leaving your current job, I understand. It's hard. It's what I did. You know, I was in the restaurant industry my whole life making really, really good money at a very fancy steakhouse. And we were very comfortable. But I had to face the lifestyle where, you know, did I want to be going off to work in the evening when my son was, the was yeah was coming home from school having no holidays having no weekends to enjoy with my family it was a work life balance that just wasn't working out for me especially being a father and especially being someone who wants to put a lot of effort into my family so i took a risk and i got out of the industry that i was so used to and i'm making less money now but it's for my future. The mm-hmm. job that I'm in right now is I look at as an investment because in three years time, I'll be making much more money than I ever could have made if I were to stay in the restaurant industry. And my work-life balance is that much better. So don't be afraid to think outside of the mm-hmm. box and look at your current situation and say, I can change everything about this. Mm-hmm. I can get a new job. I can work different hours. You know, we're all human beings just trying to figure it out. And I promise you, if you put your mind to it, you can make it happen. And I think that's a great point to bring up because there is something to be said about like, if you think you can or you can't, you're right. Absolutely. It's all about your mindset. And I think, you know, the first thing that is so great to realize is that you have the ability to change your situation if you do not like it and it's not working for your family. So I think that's a great point to bring up because, you know, having a kid is hard and having it fit your lifestyle is hard and you don't want to be miserable. And we understand that some people have to do things that they have to do and they not might not like, but I always say, make that be a temporary thing. Always be looking for something that is going to benefit you and your family Um, and I think going back to the daycare thing real quick, as I want to say, you know, I think something that we considered and maybe this thought process could be beneficial for someone who's like, look, we both work from home and I don't know what to do because we don't have any childcare is we considered definitely three options was full-time daycare, part-time daycare, and then a babysitter. Yeah. And for like what that would look like was Monday through Friday, obviously full-time I think part-time is either two to three days a week and then a babysitter just whenever you need them. And we wanted a daycare because we wanted to put Lennox in something that was more social. He loves kids and he... Well, he's also a COVID baby. So he really didn't get... I mean, for the first year of his life, we were fucking in quarantine, essentially. But so basically... We, we we knew that that wasn't an option for us just because it was way out of our budget. And so we explored other avenues and we found this babysitter that we were able to get, which is amazing. And honestly, look, like I know there's a lot of parents who have to put their kids in, in daycare um, because they do work nine to fives and they can afford it. And that's great. And but maybe they, they don't love it because they don't get to see their kids a lot. And I will say, I actually like that we didn't put Lennox in a daycare, even though I wanted to, because I I also kind of want him to be like more independent before he goes and is in the care of other people. Like I want him to be able to um, go to the bathroom by himself or like at least be semi potty trained. I want him to be able to not 
like maybe not even have to nap or like be okay to nap because when you're still navigating a nap schedule with a baby and you have to stick them in a daycare, that gets all fucked up. And then, you know, and then you can't really regulate what they're eating. So I do think that it's another pro to work from home. And then also having a babysitter is that you can kind of have your hand in the fact that you get to control what they're eating and you get to control um, their diaper changes and their naps. So I think that's that's another plus. It's definitely a plus. And we're lucky enough to be in a situation where we can weigh out all of these options. And of course, you know, there are people out there that have one option and that's a daycare that they can afford whether they like it or not. And, you know, that's something that's tough and that's something you have to do. But at the end of the day, being a parent is, it's not roses and daisies all the time making sacrifice is 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 normal Uh, understanding selflessness is something that you learn along the way and it's just a part of life yeah and I think uh you know if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this or you're somebody who is like a work from home but you work you have a way more like flexible schedule maybe you work for yourself know that you you are doing enough and i think as an entrepreneur or as somebody who works from home but like has runs their own thing you might feel like oh my gosh like i i have no time i i'm not getting everything done and i and i want to say like i have those moments all the time but that didn't that wasn't productive for me that was never productive to be stressed out about me not having time and stressed out about um you know not not being able to work what i wanted and i learned that if I allowed myself to be present with Lennox when I was with Lennox and then present with my work when I was working, I was infinitely more productive. Absolutely. So that's just a, a tip that I want to throw out there. Yeah. And if you have a job that you find yourself working all the time and you're miserable and you find you have no time on your hands, you have no time to spend with your family, you have no time to even you know, spend with yourself, see what else is out there. You know, I'm sure if you do feel that way, you deserve something else and take the time and take the effort to exploring a new job or exploring a new avenue, exploring a remote lifestyle work because it's out there, it's possible and, and you have, you have the strength and the, the ability to do it. Should we get into entertaining your littles? Because that's a huge part of our day as well and how we make work from homework. Yeah. Entertaining a one, two year old, I mean, entertaining a toddler and, in general is is possibly one of the hardest things to do (laughs) and honestly too it's funny because i have a a couple clients who are parents and it's just funny how they talk to me about like their their dynamic with their partners and like what their partners do and how sometimes they're like a little micromanagey about how their partners like take it and i'm just like with lucas i'm like do whatever because I need to go work. I mean, think of think of your day right now and how much time you you spend on your phone when you're bored. Yeah. Just I mean, an immense amount of time. Mm-hmm. Toddlers don't know how to use a phone. They don't know, you know, they don't have that like cl- I mean, in today's day and age, they have fucking iPads and shit, I guess, you know, so they Which have Lennox that clutch. Lennox is not getting. But yeah, Lennox doesn't have any sort of electronic device to entertain him, so it's old school ways. It's coloring books. It's puzzles. It's toys. Well, so let's get it's... into, I'll get into how I entertain Lennox and then you can get into how you entertain Lennox because it's different. And I feel like you are way more, well, I'll let you just, I'll. I'm I'll... way better at it. No, <laughs> I think you're more intentional. Whereas I'm more kid. You're with me the whole day. You're doing whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> I want you to do. <laughs> so for me, Um, one of the biggest things that I really do is I let Lennox independent play or 
and or help me with whatever I'm doing. So if I'm putting the laundry in the in the bin, he's helping me do that. If I'm taking the dish, unloading the dishwasher, he's handing me the knives and forks. If I'm cooking for us, he's in a stool seeing what I'm doing. If I'm outside and, and, and we're doing something outside, he's helping me. Like he very much is my little sidekick and we just, he does what I, you know, I'm doing and he, he finds his own activities within that. And I think a lot of people are like, I have to have this activity set up for my kid and this intentional play. And that's amazing. And it works and it's so good. But I'm not the mom that wants to make all these fucking like Play-Dohs and shit and like <laughs> have an intentional play. I'm not that mom. I want to do get get everything that I need to get done and and play with Lennox at the same time and have him see what I'm doing and and help me out and and you know be there. I mean, in, me. in the same I mean, in the same respect, you you have an agenda throughout your day where because you're kind of creating something, you are an entrepreneur, you don't have those set nine to five hours. So you are working, I mean, all the time throughout the entire day. So you will have Lennox, you know, on comp- on mm-hmm. client calls and doing mm-hmm. other stuff and your mind's in other places. So it's right. kind of like whatever you're doing, Lennox is doing. Exactly. And so that's, that's pretty much a lot of what we do. Now I will say in the morning, what I will do with him is we I cook him breakfast and he helps me out with that, but he usually is playing by himself and his toys when I'm doing his breakfast. I clean up and then after that, I take him on a walk. I take him on a walk or if it's too windy, we'll go outside and we'll play. And honestly, the way that I've combated mom guilt, because if I don't intentionally play with Lennox at least for an hour a day, I do get mom guilt if I'm working or I'm just not really like paying him any attention. So I always say I'm not touching my phone. I'm not touching social media. I'm not touching work until he's down for his nap. So I will have intentional play where I'm giving him my full attention before he goes down for his nap, whether that's us going um, outside in the backyard and just like finding airplanes in the sky or or playing in the Yeah, the and I mean, that's a solid part of your day. I mean, yeah. that's, that's your morning from... 8.39 till, till noon. 11.30 noon, yeah. And then um, after we do that, I will go to walk, go on a walk with him. We'll go to the park. We'll come back. And then we'll play in the living room. Um, I try not to turn the TV on unless it's like 10.45, 11, and we've done all the outside play. We've done everything. And he's like tired but not ready to go down. I'll put a show on for him. Or a movie on for him. What and show we'll do you on put couch. on for him? I put Bluey or I put any Disney movie. Bluey is like the Australian one. He loves the intro song. Does like, he? He loves it. Yeah. So I'll put Bluey or um, I put um, a movie on, like a Disney movie. And we'll only watch it for like 20 minutes because he's he's not a kid Well, if he even watches. There. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't like to sit and watch movies. He likes to get up and do things. So um, we'll do that if we do, do screen, t- screen time. Um, and then he goes down for his nap. And then if I have him in the afternoon, it's kind of the same thing. He helps me with lunch. We go outside. Um, sometimes we'll go downstairs and play in the basement, but rarely because I hate the basement. And then um, we'll also play with his toys. <laughs> Why do you hate the basement? I don't know. I, I like light. I like light. I don't like being in in like a darkness when it's a beautiful day. I love our basement. No. It's because so, I just coop up and watch movies. So another another thing that I will do is like I'll take Lennox to go run errands with me. Like if I am like, kid, I don't know what to do with you. We'll go get coffee. Like we'll come with me and we'll get coffee. <laughs> he loves these little like protein bliss balls from this coffee shop. Or we'll go to like that Target if I have to run an errand. Um, and then the other thing is music. Lennox loves music. Yeah, music is a big part of our 
if he's ever sure. like hanging at my leg and is like, mom, 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 I want your attention. I'll put music on and it allows me to get something done, like clean, clean off his dishes real quick before we go play. So that is huge. And again, I try to do all of these things, go outside, go for walks, go to the park, play with him intentionally, have him help me before I turn a screen on. And then screens like last resort. And I would say he maybe watches 30 minutes a day if he does. We don't really turn. He doesn't really watch it that much. Well, I mean, for me, he doesn't watch too much TV. Yeah. And then you okay, you go into what, how well, you my, Yeah. My, with my relationship with Lennox, I mean, especially throughout the work week with, with our kind of day-to-day work life, it's it's a lot more, it's, it's very intentional with the kind of father-son play because by the time I get to Lennox at the end of the, you know, the, the later half of of the day my work is done my computer's closed i'm not necessarily worrying too much about work unless it's been like a shitty work day or you know we're all human beings and kind of bring that mental pressure with us but i try not to it's a lot easier having a little toddler to distract you that's for sure um but i love trying to be as intentional and and um kind of hands-on as possible what i love to do with him is after i'm done with work is being outside is is my favorite especially it's, his too. it's all of ours we're a family that really loves to be outside yeah and especially because i'm in my office pretty much all day being outside is really refreshing to me and we are lucky enough to have an awesome backyard which is a great space we have a big piece of of grass in our backyard that we love to just wrestle and and lay lay in and so i that's kind of the first thing I do with him is I take him outside. I let him explore. I'll wrestle with him a bunch and we'll get all dirty in the grass and it's super fun. And then I'd really like to kind of take him, take him exploring. I really love to bring him to public places where he's around a lot of other people. So sometimes I'll take him to the, the public mall that's near us and let him walk around and see all different kinds of people. And I remember there's uh, a, there's also a few parks that are near our house that we love to walk to. and I love to take him to because um, he loves playing on the slide and, and doing all the kids stuff, which is fun to see. And it kind of brings a, a young vibe to yourself mm-hmm. as well. Because next thing you know, I'll be at a park with Lennox and then I'll be sliding down the slides with <laughs> yeah, him. And, it's and so I'll like fun. catch myself <laughs> with a huge smile on my face, like swinging on the monkey bars. I'm like, geez, I'm 24 years old. Like, <laughs> If someone saw this, they think I was a pedophile or something, but <laughs> no, he brings, he brings the light out of you, you know, and then there's other aspects where you just want to bring them into a place where that's super kid friendly or like a kid museum or there's a, um, there's an awesome aquarium in downtown Denver. That's 15 minutes from our house that I love to take him to. And then there was one point where I was trying to find a new place for him. So I was like, let's take him to. Um, the mall, because every mall has like a kids area where it's public and everyone kind of brings their kids. So I was like, okay, let's just go to that today. And there'll be a bunch of people we can people watch and he can meet other kids. That's great. And then I pull up to the mall and in the parking lot that I happen to park in, there's this other kind of third party company that's attached to the mall, but it has, it's a room that's essentially, it's like 10 bucks an hour and it's filled with bounce houses and blow up slides and ball pits and uh i take them to that probably once a week at least so we found like our ways and our i've found 
my places that I like to take Lennox, but it's always as tentative as it gets. And I really like to be as hands-on as possible. See, Lucas, Lucas will get more creative with like, where can I take you where you can have the best time ever? Well, like, it's like Lucas, the old school kind of dad life. You yeah. Know? You gotta... Lucas will go to the mall or he'll go <laughs> to a, um, the bounce house place or the aquarium or the zoo. And I like, I think about it like, Okay, well, that I have to get the stroller Amanda out. Amanda just puts a stick diaper. in front of him. He's like, can you do something with this stick? No, I'm like, <laughs> I just do like whatever's less effort, honestly. Jeez. I don't want to. The I'm truth not gonna, comes out. I'm not going to pack up the car, take him to a bounce house place, interact with all the other parents. Like, be, See, I eat that shit up. That's be, what I. Yeah, you But that's the that. perfect but balance you. between, you know, that's how we that's balance you, each other I'm out. I'm more like. And here's here's another thing too. And I I don't want to say this in the sense of like I let Lennox get bored a lot, but I'm a huge believer in boredom allowing for exploration and creativity and inspiration. And so and and what I mean by that is because I think Lennox is a little too little to have like that imaginative, I'm bored, what can I do? But what I mean by that is he will entertain himself. Amanda just wishes Lennox could just be the photographer at all of her Instagram <laughs> reels and help her come up with captions. No, I don't. Edit all of her posts. I don't. I just, I really like to, when I'm with Lennox, I like to be in nature. Let's go explore. Let's go, uh, go sit in the rose bushes that you love to, to sit in. Let's go look for the birds and the airplane. Um, let's go for a walk. Like I, so I can listen to a podcast, <laughs> but no. So he's I in mean, his car seat. Here's and the reality. No, so he's in a stroller and he's locked Here's in the reality is I have Lennox way more than Lucas does during the day. So I have to do things during the day yeah, just to like clean up our house and for like, sure. and you know, also do some work stuff for me. So I, I don't really have the the freedom to be like, let's go. Let me clear my schedule. Of and course go to you the don't mall, because you know? my work is done at that point. Yeah, you exactly. You know, with you, you're still, you're brainstorming 24 seven. Yeah. You're still, I mean, right. you know, all you do is think about content, 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 putting stuff out, you know. Yeah. And that's what you have to focus on if you want to fucking make it in this world, not being employed by someone else. But I will say the one thing that I did that was really nice for me as an entrepreneur, or if you're somebody who owned your own business, um, I made sure that I have like, okay, this is when my client calls are, this is when my clients are allowed to schedule calls Monday, Thursday. This is when I'm allowed to do this work. This is when I'm allowed to do this work. And then most always I have Fridays off. Like no, none of my clients schedule calls. I don't have a podcast episode to do. I don't have any content to create. Most always I have a Friday off, which is when I will be way more like, okay, Lennox, let's go get out of the house and do something. Yeah, and that's when I'll kind of sneak out of work yeah. a little early and we'll go hit Boulder. We'll yeah. go on like a family outing, which is always fun. But I'm excited for this summer because Lennox is at that age where he can really start going on fun hikes and I really want to take him camping for the first time this summer. So I think uh, we have a lot of exciting stuff ahead of us. Like a lot of more exciting new ways to entertain Lennox. That's for sure. And I'm going to have a baby strapped to my chest and boob. What a life. <laughs> but I think we should end it here. I think we gave you guys a lot of insight to our day to day, how we entertain Lennox. Um, the one thing I want to mention is we definitely want to have somebody on about the effects of screen time because 
look, we we all know that like screen time isn't the best, but I'm going to be completely honest. Like I was the kid that was on the computer 24-7. Right. I loved. Com- I mean, it, there's a fine line yeah. between because especially where our society is going is very much towards technology and towards screens and towards that whole realm of the world. And that's something that you had a lot of exposure to growing up. But you didn't have that exposure up until you could actually understand what the fuck was going on in front of you, you know? Well, we watched a lot of shows as a kid, though, like Barney, Teletubbies. Well, yeah, and Barney was actually a big form of my education growing up. And that's something that Lennox will definitely get, but right now he's really not interested that much. He's not interested, and also, too, because he's not interested, I don't want it to be something that is like constantly on because then I think he'll be less interested. Right. Whereas if we use it as more of like an emergency thing where, oh shit, I have a client call and I can't entertain him during this, I, I'll put a show on yeah. it. And he'll sit there and be like, okay, what is this? Because I don't, I don't see this often. And this is definitely something that we're going to talk about and it's going to have its own podcast where we yeah. have a guest. But we have a lot, I mean, I have a lot of questions and a lot of things I want to go over when it comes to, you know, technology with the kids, especially them how do you set a boundary and, and our outlook on it because i know and i feel like a lot of our generation is the same you mm-hmm. know people in their mid-20s having babies understand what screen time and understand what phones and social media can do to the young mental brain and even us and our and our mental health what it can do so i think as time goes on we'll be a lot more cautious and i hope to see less and less really young kids on devices yeah. and and using iPads and phones because we've really seen what the effects are and we're very anti that, you know, it's like, that's also the, the one area I think where Lucas and I are the bit like the most strict is we will not give Lennox an iPod, an iPad. If we are at a restaurant and he is acting wild and screaming, crying, we will leave. Yeah, we'll just like, leave. We'll just leave. <laughs> We're not going to stick a phone. Or even we'll just our have phones, him deal with it. You know? Even our phones. No. The only thing was like yesterday at the car dealership, I had to start well, playing we were the also videos there for five because hours. we were there for five hours. But no, if we're at a restaurant and, you know, we're, we're not, we don't want Lennox to think, okay, I'm at a restaurant with people. I'm going to stick my head in a device. We want him to think I'm going to interact with everyone here. Well, yeah, and also me being a server for so many fucking years and just interacting with families that I've seen every kind of dynamic under the sun at a restaurant and what they do. You always see the kids that order their own food and that talk to their family at the dinner table. And those families are, you know, look a lot more put together and look a lot more communicative than the families with the kids with the headphones and the iPads at the table. And it's just like, God, it it's almost because it's almost like you're you're, so you're you're putting out into the the world that your kid is an inconvenience and shouldn't be there. Whereas, like, like what kind of message does that <laughs> that's send? A, that's a, so that's a big statement you know? right there. Well, yeah, because if you if you equip your kid with headphones and an iPad just so you guys can like have a, a civil conversation rather than like allowing your kid into the conversation and you know, then why is the kid even there? Like I would rather get a babysitter and have the, have my kids stay home than like be at the dinner table and not be there. Right. No, I agree. And that's something that, you know, we're going through right now. Our child's only a year and a half years yeah. old. We are not fucking pros at this. We don't know what the future holds for us. 
what we do know right now is that screen time and iPads and that sort of con- that sort of entertainment is something we're really against in Lennox's life right now. Someone later on is right going to come is going to come up to us at an airport or something and see Lennox on an iPad and be I know. like, "I thought you know." Yeah, right. So that's what we see, look. We don't know what's going to happen. No, if you see Lennox with an iPod, an iPad, eventually, don't even come fucking talk to me because you know it's been a stressful fucking day. <laughs> if that's the case, <laughs> uh, we, we're definitely attentive and really focus on the future of electronics with iPad. We it's something we think about. I think it's something that a lot of parents in this day and age think about. It's like you got one side where you don't want your child to be incompetent because our future is electronic and our future is, you know, fucking the Oculus and Meta and all that kind of shit. I mean, whether you like it or not. But then you also don't want your kid to be, you know, obsessed with the screen and have no fucking communication skills. So that's something that is interesting and something as a me as a father and I'm obsessed with and I don't, you know, just trying to navigate that. That's why I'm excited to have someone on the podcast in the future that is a professional in this and is a professional on what happens in the human brain when it's, when it comes down to spending a lot of time on screens and that's just something to be excited for in the future. So I think to wrap that up in a bow is, you know, when it comes to entertaining your littles, we use screen time as the last resort. Last resort. Definitely. Okay. Anything else to add? I think that pretty much covered it. That was a lot. We, we got really in depth on our, our, uh, work schedules, Lennox's schedules, our routine and how we really make it work. And then also how to entertain your littles because it is a full-time fucking job. It's a full-time job. So if you guys really enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. We always love to see those and it helps other people find our show, which is our goal, right? We're not doing this just for shits and gigs to talk to ourselves. Like we, we want to interact with you guys. We want to be valuable to you guys. We want to build a community. So, um, please leave us a rating and review. Also, you can definitely interact with us on Instagram. We're trying to get better at Instagram. It's just, it's hard trying to promote everything that we have to do on (laughs) on Instagram. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate the support. We love all of you. And we'll see you next time.